We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So last week when, well, well it was yesterday for us, but it's last week for y'all when we were recording, we did our coochie rhymes and Liz uh, is much better at this than I am. And so I did a little bit of homework. I went home and I wrote three. Are you ready for this, Liz? Yes. <laughs> we're going to start out with the weakest one. Coochie stick, coochie poke, <laughs> coochie different, coochie strokes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Coochie spicy. Coochie mild. Coochie wet. Coochie wild. (laughs) (laughs) It never gets old. It never gets old. (laughs) All right. This is the last one. I'm so so excited. Coochie filthy. Coochie rich. Coochie basic. Coochie bitch. Hell yeah. To the holy hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. I think you need to get on onlyfarmers.com. <laughs> or is that what it's called? Farmers, farmers only. only. <laughs> write it down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I wrote it down yesterday with a question mark next to it. I have no memory of what I was going to talk to you about that. But I wanted to talk oh about God, farmers only. So Okay. Only farmers is the OnlyFans version, or the only is the farmer version of OnlyFans. I would pay a premium subscription. Yeah, to watch like some farmer with no shirt on, like cracking uh, logs in half. I, I, I know a man You're that like, fits the type. <laughs> <laughs> you know Thor and Bradley on um, on TikTok. Probably. I'm sure you've sent me his stuff. Uh, we're mutuals now. I'm obsessed mm. with this man. Obsessed with this man. He is and Daddy? He is, sorry. Daddy? Sorry. He is such a daddy. He has big beard, crazy, crazy body. <laughs> and he his whole thing is chopping wood. I don't trust dudes with a crazy body. He has a... Um, have you seen that weird guy who just like eats like weird like liver and like Oh testicles? my God. I'm like, you don't have to be Bajon doing that. sends me that guy all he the time. He sent me that shit too. Like, I, was I, would, like, I would be so happy just not knowing that this man existed. I was like, exactly. I was like, I didn't have to 
I could have just continued living my life happily and and have done now with my it. eyes have been assaulted by this man who his masculinity is circled around eating like weird food his whole so he can look like an erect penis and he talks about things like yeah this is raw pickled bull penis but he says it like it's like like it's nothing for him but it has to be right like that has to be an act it's raw penis it is raw (laughs) penis girl we take raw penis all the time (laughs) that is true and i don't even have that many muscles (laughs) i feel ripped off what the fuck He's got to be doing something else. Oh, man. He has to be. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so unfair. Um, That reminded me. I'm not going to say why. I still have yet to talk about being fingered in a bar. <laughs> I was going to wait for you to bring it up. Um, Yeah. Uh, It's really not that long of a story without, like, giving context on who this man is because um, I shouldn't. But mm. he's been in a few stories. Not a, not. He's been in a few stories on the podcast. None that I've told. I just <laughs> knew that when he and Amelia would meet, like when they met each other, that they were gonna like probably hook up the, in some capacity. The stars are not aligning. Ideally, they would fall in love, but that's not up to me to determine. I'm in love with him. You heard it here first, ladies and gents. I'm gonna make and, him listen to this episode. And non-binary babes, you heard it here. He's growing a beard right now. Ooh, do you think he's doing that for you? No, he was like, he was shaving the stash. (gasps) I know. And he was like, I wanted to start off fresh for snowboarding season. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. He's like, I'm probably going to grow a beard when it grows back. And I said, and you're like, you with beard with like the sweating emoji. And he was like, more for you to sit on. (laughs) I think if some other stuff hadn't gotten in the way, you two for sure would have hooked up. Yeah, it was the the stars were not aligning on on that happening. No, and that probably was for a reason. It probably yeah. was. Yeah, I and mean, I got fingered in a bar. So, <laughs> we, so we were the, how it happened. It's not even really a story. We were making out in the bar, and he, we were just like kind of talking dirty to each other at this table with a million other people. We're at this. Ooh, table. what were and you he, saying? I don't even remember. I had a f- I remembered like hours later that it had happened. <laughs> No, I remember the next day. I had like a flashback of it. I was like, "Yeah, you just blurted it out," and we were all like, "What?" <laughs> we were all stoked. And then I texted him that, and he's like, "Well, did you like it?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't remember, but I'm sure I did." I want to publicly announce that I support this. Like, that's great. That is that is good. I mean, it makes me feel like I'm in college again. <laughs> Do you think anyone saw this happening? No, I know for a fact because now that when I remembered that it had happened, I looked, I was looking around, I was looking around the table to see if anybody was noticing and everybody was in their own individual conversations. So he was sitting next to me, just kind of doing a reach under. And I was like, <laughs> I, I was like very caught off guard. I wasn't like not into it, you know, because I was very drunk. Was he this was at very the drunk. table De- that was lower or the one that was high up the one that was lower okay in the back because the one that was high up they were facing the whole bar uh-huh. so yeah. i was like mm. they were, uh, people would have seen were you in like the back corner yeah we were by the not no we were um against the wall but like on the other side at what point in the night was this like it was very late into the night like so i had not a lot too of too many people me. were left it was still when 
a lot of people were there. <laughs> so the, really, the stars aligned to be fingered in a bar. You're living my dreams. But not to have sex. I, I do have like a little bit of like a public fantasy. Mm. But in... In the way that I'm like, I like the idea of it, but I'm not sure how I would feel if it, well, if it was actually happening, you know? Yeah, totally. Like, I don't know if I'd be like, oh my God, people might find us and I don't want that. Yeah, because then you get like a public indecency charge and that's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, after my, after my butt plug incident... <laughs> Yeah, I, I apparently I'm uh, concerned a little bit. Yeah, about were you concerned you were going to get a public indecency charge? Obviously not. No. You also forgot. I forgot. Yeah. No, I don't remember being concerned. I just remember being like, should we leave? And then there was a lot of drama. Yeah. <laughs> but then also it was like very early in the night. Like, I mean, it, it wasn't early in the night, but it was too early in the night for it to be like appropriate for us to depart and people to not be like where are they going we i expect i was expecting it us to hook up us to leave yeah what time it was like two by the time we no it had to have been earlier than that i feel like by the time we left it was like 12 30 you and i left together and i don't remember being in the uber with you. i don't remember that either because <laughs> liz was like nope he was like all- amelia was with us in the uber <laughs> The drama that happened, just to clarify, it wasn't really that. No, it much really drama. wasn't. It was but it more was... just like people were getting a little too drunk. It was like the emotional kind of drunk. Yeah, Mr. Liz was handing out mushrooms in the middle of the bar to everyone. <laughs> so we, in general, across the board, there was not a lot of discretion. I was thinking about that on my way over here. I was like, I cannot believe I haven't told that story yet. <laughs> I wanted you to tell it on your own time. I don't want to. Yeah. Here we are. It felt right. It did feel right. Yeah, it did. Um, so on the agenda today, we have so much spicy shit to talk about. Yeah, we really do. Even today. Yeah. After recording yesterday. I'm so happy for us. I know. Me too. Look at us go. We have the letter burning story. Oh. So the week that my ex blocked me on everything like ghosted me essentially and then sent me that email I had sent him this six-page letter that was like (laughs) draft number 50 of this letter I had like written it and rewritten it and like ripped up versions and rewrote it like a million times and it was like everything that I had wanted to say to him and that felt like too personal to say over text that I knew I wouldn't get a chance to say in person and then after it got delivered was when he ghosted. So I knew that he got it. And Wait, how were you tracking the delivery? No, but it was like uh, like three days after I'd sent it. Okay, and he so lived like two hours away. You know. Yeah, okay. I was like, I know it's there. Like the timing of him disappearing was like too perfect. So I was meeting up with a friend from college that my ex and I both knew and we were drinking and catching up and talking about my ex because it's like what we have in common and they told me they were like <laughs> they started to say something and then they were like oh never mind and I didn't say anything I just kept looking at them <laughs> and they were like oh fuck it whatever I wouldn't I wouldn't say this if it weren't for drinks and then they were like um that letter that you sent your ex he never read it him and his new girlfriend burnt it in his backyard which is the most unbelievably evil shit i have like 
we him and I were not like we were messy but like we were still in contact we had just recently hooked up yeah while he was with he was still like dating this girl yeah right and unbeknownst to you and then obviously unbeknownst to her he was fucking around Mm -hmm. and honestly I bet that him burning the letter was like in like a Hail Mary to be like oh no she's crazy she i'm not seeing her she just sent me this letter you want to burn it in the backyard so she just wants to break us up babe yeah nobody wanna see us together <laughs> but it don't matter no that's what he thought he was doing i got you well it's so, just so insane how like closely aligned like our experiences were i know i know i know it's wild <laughs> I think about that often. Like yeah. our breakups were happening very like at a very similar time. Yeah. Like about a year after I went through what, like a year apart. Yeah. The same things were <laughs> happening. Yeah. And Insane. The same kind of like series of events with like we you talked about this on a past, but like with like the cheating mm-hmm. and with the like rushing into shit after the breakup with us you know like it's just I, I don't know I'm I have moments and this is actually why I wanted to bring up this story like I have moments where I feel bad for my ex because like he'll he'll never have the experiences that I'm having learning about myself being alone like he's never gonna have yeah. that he rushed into a You're new a relationship than I am I, pff, I mean I don't like him I don't like having empathy for my ex but like I have none I feel really bad for uh, his partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's who I don't feel bad for him at all. I feel very afraid for everyone else around him. That's real. Yeah. That's super real. I just like he my ex is so he's just like a lost boy. And like it makes me sad that he is never going to get time to himself. But that's not my problem. The reason I wanted to bring it up was because I was talking to my therapist about this. And because I hadn't seen her since I had gotten this little tidbit of news. And she was like, I feel like you have this idea of your ex in your mind where he's like this like cartoon villain, like dancing around a fire, like doing this seance with your letter and his new girlfriend. She's like, what if you like you don't actually know what it was like? What if he got the letter? He was emotional about it. And then he was like, I really don't want to read this. Can you help me destroy it? And his girlfriend was there for it. And I was like, okay, that's fair because that's that's true. That might have been the case. What bugs me the most is him telling people about it. That's the that's what is fucking insane to me. Yeah. Okay, so it's one thing if he is alone and he's like, I'm just going to burn it. Fuck it. Like, that's fine. I yeah. get that. Yeah. But for him to invite another person, like his partner, to do that and mm-hmm. then to like go and fucking tell a bunch of people is arguably so weird. Yeah. And rude. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's weird that he's telling people. Yeah. And he's like, guess what? Me and my girlfriend did. Uh, my ex sent me this like <laughs> this very like long letter and I didn't even read it. I just threw it on a fire in my backyard. That's weird as shit. And I was like, when I was thinking about it, because I also told Mr. Liz about this, and I was like, if you came to me and you were like, um, my ex wrote me this like six page letter, I don't even want to read it, let's burn it, I would be like, let's pump the brakes. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a very like 
big reaction to have. What are you okay? Yeah. And why do you want to do this? <laughs> right. I can't even imagine the headspace I would have to be in to be like, I don't like if my ex wrote me a letter today, I would not read it right away. I would freak. I would call you. Be like, mm-hmm. the fuck do I fucking do with this? But I, I would read it first. Burn it. I would happily do that. I I would wonder for forever what it said. And I've been working with my therapist on trying to figure out what to do with this box of shit that I have. Like him and I kept these shoe boxes of like ticket stubs and shit. And I'm certain he got rid of it. If he burned the fucking letter, he burned the box. What if he did all of that together? He, he, maybe he might have. That's like, weird. It's super strange. It's very, it just like, I'm all for doing whatever you need to do to like get into a good headspace. And I want to make that clear. Do whatever you need to do when you're going through a breakup. The issue is fucking bragging about it. Yeah. It's like, and like for me to be going through this with the box of shit, I don't want to remember. I don't need any memories with him, you know, mm-hmm. but like for it to be such a thing for me to try to figure out what to do with this and then to get this piece of news that it's like, oh yeah, he never read it. He burnt it. It's like, ouch, dude, that was eight years of our lives. You like, I don't know. It's just the disrespect of like flaunting it around is it just bugs me so fucking much. Did he are you? Did he tell your friend like in a bragging manner when the friend was telling me about my ex telling them about burning the box or burning the letter? They were like, yeah, in true him fashion, like he was being very dramatic about the retelling of this like it was this like big like cinematic moment so it wasn't just like oh yeah like I don't know I was just like pretty sad I would like to know what specifically he said I know I yeah I've asked this friend a a few things because now that I've kind of like started pulling at the thread a little bit I'm like I have a few more questions and I've done so much work to not I just have a lot of follow-up questions out of curiosity because this is objectively strange yeah um, and you also are reminding me of a story a friend told me that one of their friends, um, like in college had like this on and off again, girlfriend <laughs> and <laughs> he, when they broke up for good, he printed out a picture of her and masturbated to it and burned the picture. And then told people. So maybe men would just rather do anything than go to therapy. <laughs> that is the strangest fucking it's thing I've ever It's weird heard. that he told people about it. That feels crazy. Yeah. That feels objectively crazy. I don't use that word a lot. <laughs> the person who told me this, uh, they were like, bro, you just like created black magic like (laughs) like, this is not you just did some voodoo magic shit yeah this is not safe (laughs) what the fuck you opened another portal to hell seriously i've never heard of anybody doing anything like that i think people do ritualistic (sighs) things like that in their heads all the time and i guess like if it makes sense to you that's fine yeah but still it's bizarre to Tell I just feel people I just casually feel disrespected, really, because like if it was like a six month relationship and like da, 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 it would still hurt, and it was eight years mm-hmm. of my life, and like this person didn't want to know, like like that that relationship meant so much to us for so long, and it just like I don't know. He's always been so he's he has put how other people feel about him way in front of how 
like he treats people that he loves like all through college he was always trying to impress Ooh. his friends shoe man did that to me that shit's fucking awful and now he would never invite me to hang out with his friends and then he used that shit against me when we broke up he's like you never tried to get close to my friends i'm like well are you fucking joking like this has been an eight-year thing of me maybe because like, he didn't want you to cheat on him like he did yeah. to you yeah i mean he when we like took our break and he was like this isn't to hook up with other people we're not hooking up with other people we just like need some time apart and then we didn't take any time apart and he was still fucking people <laughs> i it's all i for want you to know him. if you see this if you hear this i am going to throw hands i'm gonna fight you okay oh my i God. i have a taser i have mace and for legal purposes this is a joke <laughs> Not even for legal. If Schumann ever crosses paths with me, I'm going to choke him out. And not, I'm not even going to say it's a joke for legal purpose because I'm going to do it. I, speaking <laughs> of that situation, I don't know. I don't. I my therapist was like, "What are you going to do?" Because I'm going home for Thanksgiving and I'm bringing Mr. Liz. And she, I was like, part of me is like worried if he's like going to show up where I am. And she was like, "What do you think he'll do?" And I was like. I don't even know. Mm -hmm. I don't. I think he has the audacity to approach me. And I also think that he's a little bitch and would run away. Yeah. So I think it's the latter. Just from everything that I know about him. How do you think like, he would feel? How would I feel? Yeah. I also couldn't even process that. I was like, I don't know. I feel like I like I, I'm not too worried about it. But I also feel like I would flip him off. And then she was like, OK. <laughs> <laughs> I would I could do impressions of my therapist all day but she was just like all right all right and then I was like and maybe that's not mature but I don't really care mm -hmm. I don't think I owe him anything no and I was like I wouldn't say anything or cause a scene but I would definitely flip him off yeah totally I think would I would so I think I would just too. be like yeah leave uh-huh god what a powerful place to get mm -hmm. i'm still in the phase that if i saw my ex I, my heart would drop into my butt i'm sure that would also happen to me but i'd also just be like i also feel i'm about to say some insane shit <laughs> and it just just bear with me for a moment <laughs> so i was watching a tiktok about like how if in a different timeline you die your soul doesn't die. It like merges with a timeline where you're still alive. And I was like thinking about it and I was like, maybe in a different timeline, we like broke up and like a better version of me merged with the life I have now. And like, that's why it doesn't really feel like it happened to me. Maybe. But maybe. also maybe I just have uh, distanced myself from the situation and gone through a lot of therapy and am taking SSRIs and it's isn't that big in my life anymore <laughs> i it's wild to think how far we've come from where we've been mm -hmm. like that's cr that is crazy to think like y you being in such like a place of strength and being like oh it could be all of these reasons that i feel so good now like can you you like five years ago could you imagine you right now like absolutely you being not happy? that's pretty oh, fucking no. dope i five me five years ago could not imagine that my hair is this long <laughs> that i am not with mr Schumann, and i am in fact with someone who is like my perfect dream partner mm -hmm. like at that point i was just tolerating shit i did not like and tolerating how i felt this also brings me to i saw this tiktok today that was like um this girl I think I sent it to you. It was like, my loss, you had me thinking I was asexual. <laughs> I, so you sent me that. Phenomenal. And that's exactly, I was like, 
that's so true. Like mm-hmm. I was so miserable and I like wouldn't acknowledge that for whatever reason. <laughs> I think we've all been in that position where it's you're easier like, easier just to not admit they were in a bad place. Exactly. And you are, you have no sexual desire whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And it's because your partner treats you like shit. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Bro, you thought me I was sexually dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. This is not my loss no. because I'm getting the my ass whooped. Yeah. Hell yeah. I am making so much noise when I have sex now. And like, you're not imagining you're somewhere else. No. Exa- <laughs> I open my eyes on purpose when I'm coming <laughs> because I want to see my partner's face. Like that's how that's into this I am. Yes. And then I'm like, oh, nothing. nothing's wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> it was you mm-hmm. this whole time. But it's so hard to see that when it's like that's the person that you're having the sexual experiences with you know mm-hmm. like fuck that fuck it because i was the same way like a lot well a lot of my friends too have been in relationships with people that they had, haven't wanted to have sex with and they're like freaking out about it they're like i feel like i have to go to therapy because i don't i don't want to have sex and it's they get out of the relationship and they start fucking like crazy yep and but it's so that's hard to it know goes. it's so hard to know that that's the reason but it's just also like, if you're not having sex all the time that doesn't that indi- yeah it doesn't indicate <laughs> something is wrong with your relationship no i think um but it if you're ignoring a bunch of shit that's wrong with your relationship yeah. and you're not enjoying sex the odds are that they're connected one comment was like i think it's like the top comment it was like how do i fix the or is there a way to fix this and the the creator said yeah dump him <laughs> <laughs> and i mean like this is also coming from like there are so many people who are in like happy and loving relationships but i like There are also so many of us who have been through so much shit in our Mm -hmm. early 20s. Oh, my God. And I think this is more of a message just for, like, your earlier years. There's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with you. Sometimes you're just not dating the right fucking person. Yeah. And you don't have to overlook a bunch of shit. You can, like, break up with them and work on yourself. And, like, maybe your paths will cross again if it's right. Or you'll find someone who is right for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was so – Like, with with Mr. Shoe Man (sighs) – uh, I keep saying Mr. Shoeman. It's just Shoeman <laughs> with Shoehead. <laughs> he, um, like, I just didn't think that there was anyone else who would want to be with me. Mm, oh, my God. That's exactly how I felt with my Which ex. was so stupid because I'm significantly hotter and more talented and interesting than him. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense why I thought that. No. But then when when you really get into your head about it and you get into that head space, it's impossible to think otherwise. It's mm-hmm. sad. I, I, was, I felt the same exact way with my ex. I... The issue that I run into a lot when I talk about him is like I was objectively happy (laughs) like during our relationship and he was very good to me, but it just wasn't right. And I and we struggled with that a lot because he thought that we were right. And I was like, it just it was kind of like I felt like like I was running into a wall. I need to have more sex. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And like. I couldn't get over the past, like when he was bad to me. I couldn't get over it. I never took time I, to heal from that. I don't know how, like, there are people who have moved past cheating, and I don't know how they do that. I don't think I, I could. I respect I could ever. it. I like totally have no idea how they do that. Mm-mm. I mean, I thought that I was doing that, and I wasn't. Like, I had never gotten over it. I'm not used to wearing glasses. I keep banging my face on the microphone. Um, <clears throat> thank you. Um, but I was thinking about how, like, 
I feel like speaking of like the different timelines and like parallel realities, like I feel like me in another reality or like me from the future or whatever knew that there was like great shit waiting on the other side of the breakup for me. And like Mm -hmm. I, I was really believing when I was still with him, I was like, nobody's ever going to love me like this. And like now this sounds cheesier than I mean it, but it's like, I'm loving myself how I wanted to how be I loved. wanted to be loved yeah and how I didn't think anybody ever could yep and like I've become one of my favorite people and like that is not anything that I would have expected it's to happen the best feeling when you are one of your favorite people yeah it's you are dope. your own best friend yeah and you like and that sounds like it sounds weird like that's not something I would have been able to process even three years ago yeah literally I bring this up all the time the random guy that I met at a bar when like Mr. Shoe Mr. Shoe man when fucking shoe face and I <laughs> were going through a breakup and I was like, he's like, do you think you'll go back together? I'm like, I honestly don't know. And he was like, you, your relationship with yourself is the most important one you have. And like, there's a reason I met that person and it was so like he could send this message to me because uh-huh. I think about it all the time. And it kind of like guided me along this like transformation of like spending time by myself and intentionally not dating and like not looking for the things I wanted to love about myself and someone else, Mm -hmm. you know? Yes. And instead just sitting down and like pushing through like the things that made me uncomfortable and like just spending time alone and, and COVID happening while I decided to do that. Just like, it's, it really sped up that process. Mm. (laughs) It was like, let's fucking go. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's wild being forced to like spend time with yourself. And that was the biggest bummer going through a breakup right at the beginning of this too. Cause like my ex was quarantining with his new girlfriend and I did not know that because we had hooked up while they were living together. That's it's so fucked up, but I was like so fucking sad knowing that I was so, so alone and I honest to God would not have had it any other way. Like I'm so happy that I was forced to just be with myself, you know, yeah, and not have any distractions that I would normally have, like going to the bar and hooking up with random people. I didn't have that. Like I had, I was forced to be more intentional about who I was hanging out with and spend most of my time alone. Yeah. You were alone and then also like doing so much to protect your family from COVID. Mm-hmm. So you're taking like these extreme measures yep. to make sure like, and that's obviously the best thing you can do. Um, and then I was do- like, I was doing the same, but not because it was because I didn't have anyone to spend time with. Like my parents aren't here. So you and I were just talking all the time. Yep. And now we're here. Now look at us. We have a podcast. And we have little angels. We have angels. This is so meta. We're talking about like what started the podcast on the podcast with the people who listen to the podcast that make the podcast what the podcast is. Say podcast one more time. Podcast. Crack. (laughs) I was just about to say crack, but I didn't (laughs) know what you did. Anyway, so that's the that's the letter burning story. Damn. We really got into the thick of it. Yeah. Everything that happens happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And and we're here because um of a lot of pain and that's pretty dope. Um at my at my old job instead of saying kiss my ass or like I used to say eat my entire ass <laughs> and then my team took it a step further and they would say french my dumps. <laughs> Which I think is amazing. amazing. French my dumps. dumps. So this is a message for Amelia's ex. French my fucking dumps. (laughs) I love that. I'm going to start saying that. 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh, I hate it. I never want to be in a relationship again. That shit's painful. You're in a relationship with yourself and it's not painful. That's true. That's a good point. It's like uh, when Emma Watson said she's self-partnered. <laughs> People are making fun of her and I was like, no, but she's right. Yeah, like, it's dope. <laughs> she's so fucking cool. She's too hot for anyone else. That's so she's, real. She, no one deserves to be with her. Amen. And she knows that. Yeah. So she's self-partnered. Yeah. So I stumbled upon um, this phenomenon. I'm sure a lot of people know about it called energy orgasms. Do you know about this, Liz? I, I have heard of it, but I don't know anything else. I don't know how it works. I don't know the details. So in, in the most basic of terms, um, people that... I guess they're like energy healers maybe, but maybe they're not exclusive to energy healers. will just like wave their hands over someone and the person who's laying there will like have a full orgasm. And it's... Is that allowed? It feels illegal. <laughs> and is that what they're trying to do? Yeah. Is give you... They're trying to give you an energy orgasm. Mm-hmm. What are the benefits of an energy orgasm? Um, I don't... No, I don't know. I mean, I think that it's just supposed to like open. Your sh- I don't. I know open so your root chakra. The reason I wanted to bring it up was because I just really want to watch you watch this. <laughs> okay. It's so uncomfortable. I don't even know which one to look at. I think all. I think all of them are basically the same. I haven't watched this one, so we're watching this together for the first time. But it has 17 million views, so you know it's good. <laughs> She look. It's it's like he's performing an exorcism. <laughs> She's having the fucking time of her life. I just don't believe this is real. I've seen there's so many. So Gwyneth Paltrow's um, Goop Goop. She has this new like Netflix documentary of like couples healing their sex life, and they they had an an energy healer on there and her and her life slash business partner like performed this energy orgasm in front of this couple and it is the best fucking thing I've ever seen but it's on I Netflix. I need to watch. This. Yeah I should send you um my inspo for everything clearly Cody Co had like a reaction video to it which is how I know about this. <laughs> it's so fucking funny but I I'm so oh fuck I wanted to read some of the comments on it. I'm so curious about this phenomenon. Like how? Because people really be- it's like people believe in this. I wonder I want us to find someone in Seattle who will do it because I just want to like I love woo woo shit but I just don't believe this. Right. I don't know if I want to get it done. <laughs> I'll do it. Really? Yeah. I, I want to know. Okay. For research. Yes. Oh my God. I don't know why I'm so nervous. I guess it's not entirely disbelievable because or unbelievable because you can have an orgasm in your sleep mm. and you're not doing anything. That's true. Has that happened to you yes. a few times? Oh, yeah. I can, I can remember twice that it's happened to me and it's the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what you were dreaming about when it happened? Uh, just suddenly. Well, after I had sex, I would like... Uh, it would be I would ha- I was having like sex or something in a dream. Oh, and then I would come. But then before I had like I remember it happening when I was like a teenager. Okay, and 
in those dreams it would just like randomly happen and i'd be like like i feel so weird yeah 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 (laughs) i'd be like what is that and then the first time i had an assisted orgasm and i was awake Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was like oh that's what that was okay it's it's i've had one of these but i was asleep oh yeah this feels vaguely familiar Mm -hmm. (laughs) like dream deja vu Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. both times this happened to me i have no idea what i'm dreaming about i just wake up and i'm like I feel like it's I can. It's go time. <laughs> yeah. It's go time. I'm like, I'm having an orgasm. But yeah, the first time it happened, I was a teenager. So it's definitely, I think it's definitely, it's like a wet dream. Yeah. It's possible. It's like a wet dream. So that that's why I'm like, okay, I guess, like, I guess I don't know how all that works. Maybe. Yeah. But like the idea of like an energy, like I thought it was more like a partner gives you an energy orgasm rather than like a Reiki healer or something. Yeah. <sighs> I don't, it's just so... I want to know from the per- from the healer that's doing it what that exp- I mean like their whole life is dedicated to this like art you know what I mean yeah and I like, l- can you imagine what it must be like for them? I'll be the f- <laughs> like you must feel so fucking powerful like I'm not even fucking touching you <laughs> yeah and I'm giving you an orgasm <laughs> I most guys can't find the clit <laughs> this guy's over here waving his hands over mm, me yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you can't find the clit, just learn how to give someone an energy orgasm. Yeah, that's your that's your next. I best wonder bet. if you could do if you. So let's say, let's say giving people an energy orgasm is real. If just out in the daily world, you know, you're on the subway and you just look at someone and you're like, "I'm gonna give that person an orgasm." <laughs> almighty it feels illegal it does that does feel a little that's violating. an invasion of energy space <gasps> Ooh, i found how to have an energy orgasm Ooh, okay i'm gonna read enlighten it. us if you will <laughs> oh my god my ads well i need to start looking at these things uh, uh incognito uh listeners let us know if um you have an energy orgasm while amelia is <laughs> explaining okay, i'll read it to you like i'm an energy healer first <laughs> You need to open your mind to the possibilities. <laughs> See, I, I my mind isn't open. Fuck, there's so much writing. Um, I don't. Two, practice with the foodgasm. A foodgasm. Um, one of the easiest and most benign ways to experience an energy orgasm is through the sense of taste. Slowly and intentionally feeding each other delicious bites of delicacies. I hate how this is written. And then watching the other person catapult into deep ecstatic reverie that can be literally orgasmic eating until you have an orgasm i do that every day (laughs) just kidding connect (laughs) with this energy during sex without touch i can kind of understand that like but i don't know not to the point of orgasm no oh okay what does an energy orgasm feel like this is the good stuff (laughs) maybe i've had one while we have associated orgasm with the quick burst of fireworks, the climax, there are all sorts of trippy orgasmic states that you can let yourself swoon into, which are much less a destination to reach, but more of a spacious, mysterious terrain to explore. And your mind is where you flip the switch. The first time I had energy sex with a partner, I was amazed that I wasn't even being penetrated physically, but I felt like I was. Through my partner and me using our awareness and intention, the energy pulsing through me felt the same as when he'd be physically inside me. We simulated all the same kinds of movements, breathing, and sounds that would happen with intercourse, and the energy followed right along into wave after wave of orgasm. He even had his own energetic release at the end, too. Sounds like you faked it. No, I'm just kidding. This just sounds like the kind of sex Mormons would have. <laughs> we don't even need to penetrate. But the, I wonder if the Mormons would make energetic sex illegal also. <laughs> they probably would. Because you're like, thinking about souls sex. Can I, yeah, that's true. 
You can't have that. Energy penetration. That, I'm going to name my scream over my sc- It's going to be the unholy hour and energy, energy penetration. penetration. I'd listen to them. I would too. They popped up on my Spotify. I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm listening like, to energy penetration. Are you going to the energy penetration concert later? <laughs> Everyone's like, what's up, dude? We're going to go see energy penetration. <laughs> EP. At WAMU. Yeah, the EP show. They're headlining. <laughs> headlining tour. Um Speaking of uh, religious things and getting around the rules, um, how do you feel about people waiting until their wedding day to kiss? <laughs> do you, but you'll be disappointed. Yeah, right. Yeah, the people that are waiting are like, oh my gosh, it's going to be this big magical moment. I'm like, neither of you are going to know what you're doing. And there's going to be all of these people watching you do it. Yeah. That sounds horrible. I also think that I just, I just don't believe in repressing people's like sexuality and curiosity i agree like as long as you're not hurting anyone or yourself like that's the most important thing agree is being communicative and caring and thoughtful and respectful of of each other and yourself and i just like don't understand why sex is so stigmatized when so many people like, that's how we're all here. Mm-hmm. We all came from a vagina. We mm-hmm. all came as, from the result of, like, some sort of penetration. Yep. Yeah. And, like, I feel like if we were supposed to wait, we wouldn't form a clit until, like, our wedding day. Well, also, there isn't an actual purpose of the clit other than pleasure. Right. So. God gave us that. He was like, here you go. Yeah. It just, it doesn't make sense. No. And. No, I don't know. I don't think anything is wrong with sex and the fact that we treat like that. The reason that sex is so stigmatized, like it's it's rooted in religion Mm -hmm. and it doesn't make any sense to me. No, no. It's creepy to care so much about what other people do with their bodies. Exactly. Why do we care? Yeah. Why do we care? People are like, you've got to fuck the girl. have got to wait. Don't be a slut. It's like, how is this affecting your life in any way? You're thinking about my sex more than I'm thinking about my sex. Mm -hmm. Weird. Super weird. Yeah. Super weird. Just I mean, that circles me back to, to the first. conversation we had about like the Jonas Brothers and Miley, like mm-hmm. being forced to take ch- take a stance on their sexuality as teenagers. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. Very, very strange. Anyways, those are wow. my thoughts. If you want to wait until your wedding day to kiss, that's fine. Do but... you do whatever you want, but like do it for the right reasons. Yeah. So we have a listener email from <laughs> a while ago. It's like uh, the end of August. Yeah, um, but. Like, this is why, like, we encourage you to email us your stories because, well, one, it's easier for us to keep track of. And then, um, two, like, even if we don't read it, like, right away, we might be able to read it later. So I was going back through our emails and, like, I remembered how interesting I thought this one was and wanted to share it. So um, this listener wrote, hi, I just wanted to say I love the pod so, so much. I binged all 50 episodes in a couple weeks and have comments for you ladies. Hell yeah. One thing I wanted to share was my experience with cheating. I've been cheated on and also have been the other woman, but I wanted to tell you about being the other woman. I met a man about a year ago on Seeking Arrangements, a sugar baby site, which I would be happy to share experiences and tips with if you're, if you guys, with you guys, if you're curious. And we absolutely are. Please, definitely write. That's a blind spot for sure. Yeah, definitely write back to us about your sugar baby experience and using um, Seeking Arrangements because... This is a sex positive podcast and like we if people are listening and they're curious about like 
doing that like we'd also like to be able to provide some yeah some tips for staying safe um anyways uh it stated in his profile that he was married on the site there are tons of married men it's not uncommon at all so i was messaging him and we hit it off before we met up i was hesitant because i had never knowingly been the other woman after talking with my friends i decided to bail he understood but a week later he messaged me and asked me to meet him again I caved this time and went to his house for a platonic dinner. His wife and two kids were out of town. We hit it off and one thing led to another and we had sex. He was very open about why and how he started straying. He said their sex life was very boring and he's asked her to try new things and I guess she tries for a while and then it goes back to the same thing. He had also been cheating on her the entire relationship with countless women. Um, trying various things, threesomes, anal, oral, just to name a few. He referenced hockey and and went to the gym before work, so we found some time to see each other every few weeks. We had a threesome together with someone he used to see on the side. I was definitely uncomfortable with the situation, uh, especially since he has young kids, and as a child from a messy, cheating divorce, I know that sticks with you in every relationship you have. Uh, the last time I saw him, I went over to his house during the workday. I couldn't relax. I was so paranoid about his wife coming home, and also he couldn't hide the kids' toys, his wife's stuff, pictures of them, etc. I felt awful leaving his house, and I won't see him again. The worst part is he told me his wife completely trusts him and has never doubted him. I hope for his kids' sake they don't find out. I don't regret doing this, but I'll never do it again. Um, but the rest of this is really interesting. So now for the scary stuff. I went on a date with someone. He came over. I know, not smart for the first date. I have since learned. I cooked dinner. We talked. It was fine. We had a mutual friend on Facebook. Then he starts telling me, telling me about his previous relationships. Common theme with them, with all of them, they're crazy. Even when he tells me that one of them has pressed assault charges against him. Jesus automatically that's a huge red flag i ask him about it and he says he doesn't want to talk about it even though he brought it up so i keep that in the back of my mind and we continue our night we end up going for a drive he likes uh, he drives like a maniac speeding and just being super unsafe he starts asking me to come back to his place which is about an hour drive from my house i say no i have to work the next day he keeps asking says he'll drive me home in the morning call in sick etc I still say no and tell him that he can come back to my place. We go back to my place and I end up with sleep, sleeping with him. Afterwards, he says he's not tired and he wants to drive home, so he leaves. The next day at work, he's Snapchatting me saying he's horny and wants me to send him pictures. I say no because I'm working. He got mad and didn't talk to me for the rest of the day. I knew that man manipulation technique and it almost worked, but then I remembered the mutual friend and I texted her to ask about him. She told me to search his name on Facebook, so I did. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I read probably 30 separate stories about women being <gasps> assaulted by him in different ways, choking women out, abusing them, locking them in his room, rape, literally anything you could imagine short from actually killing them. He even made a YouTube video addressing these stories. I listened to like five minutes and had to shut it off. I wish I didn't sleep with him, but at the same time, if I had said no, I don't think I would. it, it would have been my choice after that. Mm -hmm. Even Shit. just from sex, I had bruises and scratches on my chest from him. I blocked him immediately and never talked to him again. It's things like these that make it so fucking scary for women, and it makes me so mad that this is what we deal with, and some men are still out there defending this shit. 
Anyways, I think that's enough stories for this time. I'm sure you'll be hearing from me again. Please feel free to share these stories, especially the last one. It's so important for women to listen to our guts. Love you guys. Can't wait for the new episode. Oh, holy fuck. I know. See, I was just about to, and she said it at the end there. It's like, listen to your gut. Cause it's mm-hmm. really, it sucks. Cause it's, I've been in situations that I'm like, I don't pay attention to red flags. Cause I'm like, I'm just being nuts. Yeah. And you're then, like, it's fine. Yeah. It's probably I'm, fine. I think uh, everyone is guilty of that from one time mm-hmm. for one time or another, but it's what is, t- I can't imagine then like looking up if somebody texted me like look on facebook i'd be like fuck my my heart would drop into my stomach (laughs) and then to see all of that shit and know like it's a good thing she didn't go home to his place when he asked because Mm -hmm. who knows what would have happened there oh my god it's amazing that it didn't happen at her house so i mean that's enough of like a gut instinct of like no i don't want to drive it out like i have to work tomorrow what's so scary about because if you really liked someone, you'd be like, fine, I'll just be a little tired. Yeah. But clearly she could tell something was off. Yeah. So. And like for him to do the groundwork of like talking about like his assault charges and shit, because he probably knew that she, that she was going to Google this shit mm-hmm. or Facebook this shit. Like it's just it's so scary what these people will do to like get ahead of the shit that they know is going to surface. And then to be like. Oh, yeah, there are assault charges out against me. Oh, no, you know what? I don't want to fucking talk about it. It's like, you brought it up. That would be... (laughs) What do you mean? If I... Because I, like, I think you and I are pretty, like, we're... We work in social media. Like, we're in marketing. We're just sleuthy. Mm -hmm. And especially when we're dating. So we're going to, like, Google the people that we're going on dates with. And if I saw that someone I wanted to go on a date with had assault charges, I would be like... Hold on. Yeah. I'm going to go find this person and ask them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it's so, it's so fucking important to, like, I got, um, I have brands asking me to work with them a bit and it, like, doesn't, a lot of them don't make any sense, but I got approached by this background check company to make a video for them. Yeah. And right away, I mean, once I, like, vetted them and saw that they were, like, legit, I was, like, fuck yes, because, like, this is such an important part of dating is, Mm -hmm. and people are, like, oh, my God, like, people make mistakes in their past, blah, blah, blah. I'm not talking about, like, petty crimes or, like, nonviolent crimes. I'm not talking about, like, a marijuana charge. Like, I want to see if somebody has an assault charge, like, um, like a child predator charge, murder. Like, there's shit that you should know, and people aren't going to just, like, disclose about themselves online. It's important to do this research, and it's worth every penny to do it. Yeah. And that shit's all public record, so people are like, it's a little stalkerish. No, it's public fucking record. Mm -hmm. Don't do the crime if you don't want to do the social media sleuth time. Yeah, and, like, if if you think that looking out for yourself is, like, stalker behavior i think that is a very privileged standpoint that's exactly to have, what i said um because you have never been afraid for your life yeah wow that must be really nice not having to yeah, be afraid to meet someone on the like internet. that's so great i'm really happy for you but it that's not the world that we live in especially as women and not even just women we've obviously been very open about like how men have been assaulted, non-binary people, like mm-hmm. trans folks, like the the assault that trans folks have to deal with is atrocious. So yeah. it's it's everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone's affected by assault and yeah. sexual violence at some point. So mm-hmm. I think that like it is smart to to look 
to Google people's names to look yeah. on, for them on social media. Right. And I did see a TikTok where this girl's like, I stalk. If I've hooked up with you once, I'm subscribing. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're. I've had sex with someone and they're alive. I'm interested. <laughs> yep. So it's like there's nothing wrong with being curious and there's also nothing wrong with looking out for your safety. 100%. As long as you're not hurting other people. Yeah. Like that's that's my stance. Totally. It's it's you're you're taking your safety into your own hands. Mm-hmm. That does not feel nefarious. No. And people not ch- at I don't all. know. The, I think the people that are like this is duckery is the people that have something to be worried about when people are searching Yeah, what are you them. afraid people are going to find when they google yeah, your like, name? Why do you care this much? Jesus. Anyways. Uh, we have a sex fact of the week. A sex fact of the week, right by Liz. I always go for the high note. I know it's amazing. I don't you know do a good why. job with it. I don't know. It feels right. I just, I, I, my inner soprano yep. is like that's me. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, I can do second soprano as well. Ooh, girl. Okay. Um, sometimes if I have to take the lower vocals, I will do it, but I'm not as good at it. Like, should, can I try it now? Yeah. So that, do, do what, it. What's a good note for me to start on? Give me a note. You do the same thing. Sex fact of the week. Wow, that sounded cathedral as fuck. <laughs> Amazing. I like that. <laughs> I love harmonizing. That might be my favorite it's one so that we've fun. done yet. That I like beautiful. that too. Yeah, it was good. So we have to thank... Um, on TikTok, uh, her name is Dr. Jessica Ta- Katanga. So it's J E S S I C A K A T A N G A on on TikTok. Um, but what she shared that we're sharing as our sex fact of the week is there's like the myth that like you know um, you become less fertile. Um, I heard by thirty. She had said by thirty five. But uh, the most recent study on this, the, so those facts come from a very old French study. And these, this, the more recent study says that between 20 and 34, you have an 84% chance of becoming pregnant just between those ages. And then 35 to 40, your chances of becoming pregnant are 78%. And that's only a 6% difference. Mm-hmm. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, like, I think that those – Studies in the past probably potentially had an agenda, mm-hmm. um, but also as a species, as we've just like developed, like we, like we might have had to, accom- like our bodies might have had to accommodate for being fertile at an older age. Mm-hmm. Like we're living longer, we're starting our lives later. Yeah, as adults, so maybe like we've just grew into that as a species but also that it could have just always been true there could have not been any like alternative agenda there but also like dr jessica the from the video said that this the most recent research which was a a bigger study is what said this and Mm -hmm. like when there's such a i don't know how big the french study was but like when there's a smaller sample obviously like there's so many extraneous things that could have such a huge effect like if somebody like has fertility problems later in life like just like just themselves as just that one sample is going to impact it right it's going to like really like skew the results so for there to be a bigger sample size and a more recent because there's all of these things mm-hmm. that could be we might be so many better to ourselves now we're not using as much plastics as we did in the past like people aren't smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes like as they used to like there's so many things 
So it could be a million things. But when you sent me this video, I was like, <sighs> I I breathe a sigh of relief too because I'm like, shit, I'm already 30 and I like don't want to make this decision right now. No. I would like to make it later. Mm-hmm. And after I am with a partner where I would like to make that decision. Yeah. yeah. I want time to be in a place where I want to make that decision, yes or no. Yeah, totally. So the fact that I have plenty of time is beautiful yeah it's a good feeling so we all have lots of fucking time and she also continues in the video to say if you're getting pressure from your family i think she says aunties which i thought was so cute um she's like tell them that you're on your own time and to mind their own business Mm -hmm. and i was like yes i'm i'm subscribing yeah same yeah Uh, so i thought that some of our listeners could benefit from that um regardless of if you want to have children or not uh with a partner by yourself we all have lots of time yes we do so that it it relieved us so maybe it'll relieve you as well Mm -hmm. um and that being said you thought that you could get away with a whole episode of not hearing me plug our socials (laughs) ha ha i pity the fool At The Holy Hour on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Holyhourpodcast at gmail.com to tell us all of your juicy, juicy stories. Um, Liz, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you too. I'm going to go a whole week without seeing you. And it feels like it's going to... My hands are always so clammy when you want to do this. We're are they a just moment. always clammy? <laughs> Sorry. That sounds no. mean, but I'm curious. No, it doesn't sound mean because it's... Yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> um, sometimes they're either very clammy or very soft and dry. Because I feel oh, like that's they I have themselves. felt your very soft hands. It's very strange. Mm. But one day you'll, um, you'll ask to hold my hand and they'll be in a good state. You have very youthful hands. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, mine, are, mine are wrinkly. No, they're not. They're a little wrinkly. They're not uh, as youthful as yours. Your hands I'm, are so young. It's because I'm constantly moisturizing with my own fluids. <laughs> All right. This Thanks, is, this Adderall. Is, that's enough. Yeah, actually, and Prozac because I, yeah. get, I get night sweats for my Prozac. So talk to your psychiatrist if you want youthful hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, we love you. We love you. Our children. I guess I'll you over the lower note. <laughs> hey, bye. <laughs>